This is The Daily Undoing for February the 11th, 2019. I'm David Cadet, and together with Mark Levin, we're undoing the way marketing is done. As I read the Jeff Bezos blog post, first thumbing his nose at the National Enquirer, its parent company, American Media Incorporated, its president, David Becker, and by association, Donald Trump, all I could think about were the thousands of celebrities and regular people victimized by that rag over the decades of its existence, alive or deceased, top of mind or long forgotten. The Bezos standoff is a big middle finger to AMI for himself, but for everyone who has ever had their lives disrupted or destroyed by the not-so-journalistic practices of the National Enquirer. In his cleverly crafted counter to AMI's presumably private email, in which extortion and blackmail is clearly used, is being hailed as brilliant, genius, and a masterclass in public relations, which is ironic since public relations usually relies on a certain amount of cooperation with media. In this case, Bezos is exposing the media company, AMI, and its flagship outlet, the National Enquirer, for the villains they are, and all legitimate media are piling on, getting a good chuckle at the Enquirer's day of reckoning. Long story short, in case you haven't heard, after Bezos' announcement of the breakup of his marriage last month, the Inquirer went to work with what the Inquirer does, publishing content of Bezos' involvement with another woman, you know, photos, texts, Inquirer evidence. Annoyed, ashamed, distracted by this invasion of his privacy, he asked a top-tier private investigator to find out how his private life ended up in the hands of the National Inquirer. They didn't like being investigated, and thus they threatened Bezos that they would publish more potentially embarrassing content unless he had the investigation stopped. In his exact words, rather than capitulate to extortion and blackmail, I've decided to publish exactly what they sent me, despite the personal cost and embarrassment they threaten. He goes on to say, if in my position I can't stand up to this kind of extortion, how many people can? In other words, he's admitting that it's because of his financial clout he feels a moral obligation to stand up. But here's the part I like the best, and this is all in a big quote. Be assured no real journalists ever proposed anything like what is happening here. I will not report embarrassing information about you if you do X for me, and if you don't do X for me quickly, I will report the embarrassing information. Nothing I might write here could tell the National Enquirer's story as eloquently as their own words. These communications cement AMI's long-earned reputation for weaponizing journalistic privileges, hiding behind important protections, and ignoring the tenets and purpose of true journalism. Of course, I don't want personal photos published, but I also won't participate in their well-known practice of blackmail, political favors, political attacks, and corruption. I prefer to stand up, roll this log over, and see what crawls out. That's the end of the quote. And I love the seeing what crawls out metaphor. Cheering for Bezos here is a little like cheering for that bad guy wrestler who suddenly takes the side of a good guy who's being clobbered by an even worse guy. You're glad he's there, but it's a little unsettling. Bezos' wealth is hitched deeply to his company's use of private information collected from all of us each time we interact with Amazon services. His masterful business model does not shame us with the use of our information, but it exploits it nonetheless. And so, while we applaud his superhero defiance of the National Enquirer, we tend to overlook how he has his own beliefs on privacy, which may not be in complete alignment with our own. There's a lot of undoing going on here. 
You can check out more of it at undoing.ca and drop by here every weekday morning on The Daily Undoing.